Good Sunday, Northgate. Let's get into God's Word. We're doing this series on the parables. Last week we were in Matthew 22, the parable of the wedding feast, and this week we're going to head back to Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. Thank you, Lord, for your Word. I pray that we would understand it today, that you would speak to us through the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray this in your precious name. Amen. So let me read it to you this morning in Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. So we want to take it and look through the parable and the different things to hopefully understand them a little better. But obviously it's talking wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is hearing the sayings of Jesus and doing them. He compares, that is Christ, wisdom with hearing and doing what he says. It's actually building your house on a rock, on a solid foundation. Foundation is crucially important to anything we build. We know we can't build on the sand. Years ago, we used to have a pool here, and I remember the first time we put it in, we didn't know so much what we were doing, and I think you might call us foolish, but we put our supports on sand. We didn't even put those patio stones down or any strong foundation. We learned quickly, and we took it all down, and we put some foundations under those posts and rebuilt it, because with the sand, things can shift the pool was the same, the work was the same, but the foundation between the sand, which would have caused it to move and then collapse, by the way, it eventually did even on, <laughs> that's another story, not good application, but when the sand and it shifts, those supports shift, then the pool's unbalanced and the water came the same is true with homes. If we build on sand and the foundation shifts, there's cracks and it will be destroyed. Jesus goes on to say the foolish one and the big difference is in the foundation is on sand and the difference in God's word here is not hearing. Hearing is the same both times, but it's doing. That's the difference. The one who hears but does not do is the foolish one who builds on sand. And certainly we would want to build on the rock. First and foremost, we know that rock is Jesus. Peter would say that Jesus was the Messiah. And Jesus said back to him that flesh and blood would not have revealed that to him, but only the Holy Spirit, that Jesus was the Messiah, that that was the rock that the church would be founded upon. His forgiveness, his love, his truth is our Rock. Last week in the wedding feast, we learned clearly that it was his robe of righteousness, the garments of salvation. Those are the wedding garments that allow us to be in eternity. Not our work, not our ability, 
but rather what he's done. So as we hear about Jesus and do what he says, knowing that he's the rock, he is the cornerstone, Ephesians chapter 2, that the church is built upon his work, that we will be secure in this life. It does say clearly, it doesn't mean that you won't have storms. I want you to know as you look at this clearly that storms are for the wise and the foolish. That life is going to divvy out difficult times no matter how righteous, no matter what you believe or don't believe. Life's going to bring you difficult things. And I think we've all faced difficult things or we will face difficult things. Storms will come. But the question is, where are you building? Are you building upon the rock and what you hear and what you do? I want to add one thing here because it can be a little challenging. Is he, he meaning that I, if I don't do what he says, then I'm in trouble, thus meaning it's all about my work? No, he's the rock. And our work is to believe on him and do what he says. These sayings of mine. And this is where this parable takes on um, some maybe finding out where it is, who he's speaking to, when he's speaking to them. This is all coming at the end of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 through 7. So he's saying verses 24 to 27 after this long teaching on his sayings. And the question is, do you believe them? Do you hear them? And do you want to do them? Because that is wisdom in building your home, your life upon them. But what was so interesting about these sayings is it's not something that they would have generally heard before. We know that this audience is mainly Jewish. It's not Gentiles at this point. Later on, Paul will take... Uh, the gospel to the Gentiles. But here, and even knowing it's in Matthew, and Matthew is probably writing to Jewish people more than any, him being a Jew himself. And we know the Jewish law and the Pharisees, what do you think? We think of rules and all about rules. And here, what Jesus is going to say in chapters 5, 6, and 7, his sayings that we want to do or especially to them, and probably to us in some ways, are really counterculture to our spiritual mind. You see, we love to have things external and rules and stuff to tick off, and I'm a good person because I did this and this, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that, or I did this, or you could look at it like I've never murdered, um, I tithe, I fulfilled the law, you know, I've never committed adultery, I give, everyone knows I give, so forth and so on. But Jesus busts that up in his sayings in an incredible way. He starts off in the Beatitudes, and this is what he's telling us to do. This is what he's telling us to be like. This is believing and doing, founding ourselves on the rock. This is what we're supposed to be like. Listen to this in, in Matthew 5. Be poor in spirit. When's the last time we encouraged each other? Oh, that's a saying of Christ. I want be poor in spirit. Or how about this one? Blessed are you who mourn. Yeah. How about this? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. And by the way, it's not my righteousness. It's hungering after Christ and his 
righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart, the peacemakers. Blessed are you who are persecuted. These are the sayings of Christ. This is what he's referring to. This is what we're called to be. He's saying, again, as he moves through here, to to love our enemies. He's telling us our hearts should be pure, that we should know that we're forgiven and live forgiven, that we shouldn't hate, that we shouldn't lust. He's going beyond, oh, I'm 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 a good religious person. I've never committed murder. I've never committed adultery. Well, what's, what's in your heart? In enemies, man. This is a hard one. Think again about this this audience, this religious Jewish audience. If you know your Old Testament, it was, as it says, you know, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, as it was said. But I tell you, no, no, no. If they hit you on the right side, the right cheek, give them the left. I tell you to pray for your enemies, to love them. Amazing. He's telling us to do things in secret as he goes into chapter 6 to not do our outward acts for everyone to see he's telling us to pray in secret to give in secret it's not about long prayers whatsoever but short prayers it's about going into our closet it's about fasting and not being seen it's about laying up our treasure in eternity not here on this earth not so people can see me no not about worrying what i have or think i should have about being thankful, trusting, and seeking the kingdom of God. These words of Jesus, this wisdom that we need to have to to hear them today and to do them. It's not judging people. You know, it's not judging them to condemnation, trying to make ourselves feel better. We're just a hypocrite if we try and take the speck out of our brother's eye. But we do that so much because sometimes, like it or not, We love the idea of checking off the boxes. And if you don't check the boxes, we get to judge you so we can elevate ourselves. But that's so hypocritical. That's what Jesus is saying. He's telling us to keep praying and asking and knocking, to keep seeking. He's telling us that we have a good father. Think of the Old Testament. They might have struggled with this. And all of these thoughts are blowing their mind that these sayings of Jesus are completely different than anything they would have known. How about us? Just even before this, he tells some of these people who are doing miracles and prophesying, casting out demons. He says this, I declare to you, I do not know you. Depart from me. Wow. It is all about knowing Christ. It's not about what we can do for him externally or what people think of us. You see, Christ had a new manifesto that was completely different than anything they would have heard. And that would have been, it's about your heart. It's about your heart. It's about the purity of your heart. It's about the work of your heart and everything will flow from that. And here today we can say, well, My righteousness does not exceed that of the Pharisees, but as Christ lives in me, I am righteous because he took my sin and he gave me his righteousness. Praise God this morning. That's wisdom to know that, to know that truth, to know who Christ is, to know that he's the rock and to do what he says, not only to them, which would have been counter-religion, 
the culture of religion, it would be encountered that. But even today, we can slip into those thoughts as look in me and feel better about myself because I'm doing the right thing. And as I feel better, I think my home is in order because it looks good. No, no, it's internally about who we are and that we're founding ourselves on Christ and what he has said and then living it out, doing it because our faith will always do, but not religious things, but Jesus things. The, the heart of Jesus. The more I thought about that this week, again, that thought came so clearly to me that so often our identity can be in what we do or how we act or what we look like. But Jesus is saying, no, your identity has to be in me. And as it's in me, you want to do what I say. And then storms will come. They come to everyone. We've said it. But we can be secure and know that Christ will hold us up. It's like the song in Sunday school, the wise man, right? The rains came down, the floods came up. But the wise man's house stood firm. Stood firm. He didn't lose his spiritual life. Didn't matter about physical things. The foolish man who built upon the sand, it goes bam. As those rains come down and the floods come up, it goes bam. And this morning, this direct story this little parable at the end of his teaching, as we put it all together, we understand a little more of what he's saying. Build your life on Christ the rock and what he says. Hear it and do it. Don't just hear it. The work is to believe and then to practice the life of Christ. Paul would say as he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, be like me as I am like Christ. And that's our life this morning. And maybe you're worried today. Maybe you've been judging. Maybe you've stopped asking and, and seeking all of these things. Maybe you haven't laid up treasure in eternity. Maybe your prayers aren't what you want them to be. But praise God, we can be different today. That he loves us and forgives us and we can carry on. And we can start building on that rock. Building on Jesus and his sayings not on religious law. You see, the law gets us nowhere. I think of Paul and Galatians. Oh, foolish Galatians who have started in the spirit, but now you're trying to complete yourself in the flesh. No, we don't want to go back to our ability and our strength and our rule keeping. No, we want to go back to Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit, do what he says to be like him to be counter everything we know in our flesh, the flesh that wants to look good, but we want to be like Christ. So may the Lord help us this week. May you be encouraged to build your home, your life on the rock, Jesus Christ, hearing him, believing in him, the work, and doing what he says. Lord, we need your help. Thank you, Jesus. I pray you bless your word today. Holy Spirit, may it have an impact on us. Help us to be like you. I pray this in your precious name. Amen.
You be blessed and have a great week. We'll see you later.